Hello and welcome to the Life Atelier podcast. I'm your host, Emma Lavelle, and I'm feeling I'm feeling very smug actually. <laughs> no, not smug. Smug's the wrong word, but I I really felt I kind of ran upstairs to record this because I've just spent two hours in the garden, which is rapidly starting to grow again. So in Normandy, I'm in the French cottage in, in Normandy, everything kind of grows manically because of the... <laughs> there is sunshine. Um, it doesn't feel like there's sunshine, but there is sunshine. And, and also all of the rain. And it's a very mild climate. So you don't really get these kind of freezing cold periods in the winter, not at all. So everything grows. And it stopped growing in November. So the garden kind of stopped being this thing that you had to go in and fight with every day <laughs> for a couple of months. And, and just the last few weeks, or really the last few days, I've, I've been going outside and noticing little plants popping up where there wasn't a plant. And then you know, six nettles suddenly appearing again and, and thinking, oh my God, it's coming back, it's coming back. So I just started today, I took Rita out to play and, um, and I started by covering some areas with like a, I think it's called webbing. And then I noticed that we had lots of slate tiles that had been left by, I think my stepdad when he was here and he was working on the house. And I thought, oh, I'll just I'll just put them around the house and and just start to kind of block off, you know, because you kind of cover things so that the sun stops getting to them and they kind of shrivel and then you can you can dig them up and then you can put grass or you can put plants or whatever. So that's kind of the first step. And and once you've covered it, you just leave it for a month. And and really I just started to kind of think about how this is the same thing that I'm doing with my business and I'm doing with my life is just this little gardening and just approaching it as kind of, okay, taking something away here, seeing if something needs a little more nourishment or it needs a little more attention over here. And kind of, instead of trying to do everything in one big go, which used to be my previous approach, I used to say, this weekend, I shall create a new website. And of course, I would do it, but I wouldn't sleep and I wouldn't do anything normal or social and it was really not very fun. So I do have this strange sense that this house is, this renovation is really a physical representation of the work that I'm doing on my life and the work that I'm doing on my business. And the key is not worrying too much about where it's going and just taking little steps each day in the right direction, just little tiny action steps. And, and once you're able to have that space to look back, you start to see just how much progress there is. And the other thing I realized today that I'm also very proud of and I want to share with you is I've been trying to stop eating toast and have a smoothie instead. And I always feel slightly deprived when I just have a smoothie in the morning. I really like hot food, I like crunchy food, and sorry, I love Marmite. I really love Marmite. And today I decided, yes, I'm going to make my smoothie. And then I realized, ah, and this might be very obvious to you, but I realized, you know what, I could just have a small piece of toast and then I can have my smoothie as well. And I'll just make a fruit smoothie instead of putting oats in it. 
and I feel so much happier. I don't feel like I had to give anything up. I feel pretty pleased with myself that I'm getting some vitamins. So I don't know if you have a similar experience where sometimes you can be all or nothing, but I know that this approach of just gently gardening and just tweaking and tending things is working really well for me. So the point of today's little coaching, um, pocket coaching session, I guess we can call it, is for having a couple of strategies in your back pocket for when life does get overwhelming. And that might be when you're having to make a big decision. It might just be when there's a lot going on. You know, some of my clients that I've spoken to this week, they've had family members very sick. Um, they've then had, you know, that's happened at the same time as starting a new job. And really, they've just had to put themselves on the back burner for a couple of months. And, and that happens sometimes. You know, very often in coaching, we say that you must prioritize yourself and you, you must make space for yourself all the time. But sometimes it's just, it's just not doable because there's so many things happening and you have to go into, into survival mode. And and also know that that's okay. And if you can't do things as perfectly or with all of the effort that you, you would like to, you just, you're not going to do that for a little while. But making the decision to do that is so much more, you know, empowering. Empowering is not the right word. Lightening, I would say. It gives you a lightness. It lets you not feel so heavy when you're making that decision consciously. So my first thing that I love to do when, when there's a lot of things happening and it's about decision making is to just take a break and tell yourself you don't have to make a decision and set a date for three months if it's a big decision or, you know, until something else has happened because sometimes we can't know if we can take the big decision before other things, other pieces have moved into place beforehand. And us spending lots of time on that big decision then means we're not able to take the smaller decisions. It leads to procrastination before that becomes possible. So this is something I do quite often and, and I'm doing recently. I haven't decided if, when I will go back to Spain or live between France and Spain or just stay in France. And, and I was getting very stressed and thinking, well, I have to make this decision, I have to make this decision. But I don't. So I've decided to decide at the end of March. <laughs> and I've literally, I've put it in my calendar, I've put a crab sticker to represent the beach in Spain. Uh, and on that day, I'll give myself the day off. It's a Sunday, so that's my day. And I'll think about it and I'll look at what's going on and I'll take the decision then. Maybe I'll need more time before I make the decision, but hopefully not because I will have had three months by then. Okay. The second thing to do is just choose three areas to focus on. And I like to have, I have a notebook and I have um, the first page. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it there. The first page kind of has my big goals on it. Um, so like the general direction of, okay, I want to be living this kind of life, but it doesn't have uh, any times on it. It doesn't have any specific milestones. It has my strengths. It has my business. Um, how can I say? The code that I use for my business, the, the way that I filter everything in my business. 
And it also has my needs. What are my basic needs? I need time by myself, I need to be in nature, but I also need to go to the, to the city to see concrete and get some culture as well. Um, and I also need sleep. That's something that, yeah, you know me and sleep. That's something I will sacrifice quite easily and routinely. So I know that if I'm prioritizing those things, my brain's working well and I can do everything else. And then the next six pages, I have a project on the left and notes on the right. So right now, I've got three things that I'm focusing on. The first is launching the Life Atelier again to new members because I'm reorganizing, I'm changing some things around how it works, I'm adding ebooks, things like that. The second is deliver to my current clients because very often what happens when we have a new idea, a new project, you end up neglecting your existing clients or your existing job. That might be the day job for you if you're not self-employed. And then the third is, <laughs> this will sound very sad, improve my friendships, because that is one area in my life that I think many of us that have been in relationships for a long time, I don't want to speak for everyone, but we kind of let our friendships um, fall by the wayside or you, you for those of us that move around different countries you have this wonderful situation really where you know so many people that it's quite hard to keep in contact with them so if I think about where I've lived I've got my Manchester friends I've got my London friends I've got my Australian friends my Spanish friends and now I'm in France and and I there and then my family so there just isn't really the space to be continuously catching up with people but I do want to deepen some of those relationships and I do want to spend more time seeing people in person here in Normandy. So that's actually one of my projects, the third project. And what you can do is when you think of something that you want to do, just check if it falls into one of those three categories and add it to your to-do list. And then when you've got some time, so let's say like today, I would say me working on the garden, I would actually put that in the friendships group because that is about me creating mental space, it's about making my home more comfortable for people to come and visit. So although I'm not connecting with anyone directly, it still drops into that category. And you can then start to work through those um, to-dos that you've put for yourself on that list. And it just, yeah, there's something comforting about having that list that you can you can have a look at. The third thing is just do something small, create movement, create ooh, Freudian slip, create energy, create movement. So like today, I put those tiles, uh, slate tiles around my house, and it's not a big thing, you know, to do the tiles themselves. It probably took about half an hour, I suppose, but now sitting here, I feel good. I feel like, okay, there is, a, there is a 30 centimeter perimeter around my house that is starting to be organized. <laughs> and I can feel from that 30 centimeters, I'm going to move out and next I'll clear the weeds from the next bit and then I'll do the next bit, you know? So it just creates that movement and it starts to, I always think of it as like stagnant water starting to get flow and starting to clear. And it starts to clear incredibly quickly once you get movement in it. Now, before we finish, I want you to remember a couple of things. If you are in the position where you're overwhelmed, you've got lots of things happening. Um, the first is, if you're catching up, 
So, ah, yeah, that's what I wanted to share with you. I have finally done that tax return from 2014 that I was chased to do, that I didn't know I had to do because I was never self-employed. And that has been following me around for 2014, 15, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Oh, ooh, seven years. <laughs> and last night I got it done and I'm posting it today. And yes, so... So what I have to think about, instead of shouting at myself and saying, my God, you're lazy, you procrastinate, why didn't you do that, you know, when you first heard about it, which was three years ago, it wasn't seven years ago, they first contacted me three years ago to say I had to do this. Um, but really, I was doing the best I could. I was working seven days a week. I was, I had uh, my dog, my previous dog had cancer. There was a lot of things going on you know, so if you are, if you've got something on your list that you're struggling to clear and you're feeling guilty and embarrassed about, just tell yourself, listen, you are doing the best you could and we're sorting it out now, okay? Then the other thing is that the scary things become less scary as soon as you do them. So that might be speaking on camera if you feel that you need to be more visible. It might be pitching yourself to a podcast. Um, it might be calling HRMC to say, uh, I think I owe you a tax return, you know? And, and actually, once you're speaking to someone, once you're doing it, it immediately loses its, you know, it's like, um, like a puffer fish just kind of deflating, you know, that scariness. And it's almost like you can feel it in your body just dissipating, it just comes out. So just know that there is a physical response that happens where you get stressed, it starts to build up, your imagination makes it even worse. You know, the classic one is, if I don't pay my taxes on time, I'll go to prison. And for most of us, that's not really true. You may get a fine and have to pay a fine, or you may have to pay in installments or something like that, but I think it would need to get extremely bad for you to go to prison. Uh, a third thing I want you to remember. Yeah, I'm just looking, I've got two more things here. If you're overworking, stop. <laughs> okay, how do we stop? Well, we have to teach ourselves to stop. So the first thing to do is give yourself something really lovely and exciting to do at the end of the day. So for example, today I am going to watch the movie Emma this evening and I've put it in my calendar for 8pm and that means I need to get everything else done and I've got a very exciting day ahead of me actually. Wednesdays are adventure days for me and Rita. So I'm either going to take her to the beach or going to go for a new walk. Um, but schedule something positive and start to get into this habit of kind of training yourself that good things happen when you stop working. And also remembering that very often the difference between doing it today and tomorrow is minuscule. Because if other people are closing their computers and stopping working at, you know, six o'clock, but you keep on working that evening, sometimes it's better to just say, okay, I'm gonna stop, I'm training myself to stop, and tomorrow morning I'll get up at six and I'll do a power hour because my brain is gonna be better uh, depending on your natural rhythm, which leads me to my final point. Don't fight your natural rhythm. If you're a morning person and you're trying to work late at night, which is me, this is what happens very often, the same task will take me three hours at night and there will be typos and mistakes. And really, it would be much better to just call it a day or call it a night, relax, and in the morning, wake up early and get the work done. 
Okay, so think about your rhythm and don't fight your rhythm as well because that contributes to the overwhelm too. So I hope that was helpful for you. Have a lovely, lovely week and I'll be back in your ear next week.